Fabio Bra. <laughs> Hello everyone, welcome back to our podcast Updates from the Bubble. Thank you for joining us today. My name is Krista. <laughs> really. <laughs> Sorry. And I'm here with my friend Magnus. Yeah. I didn't update the intro in our document. Why do we still need a script for this? It's three lines we say. We've been saying this at least 30 times. Honestly, knowing us, we would forget it. And you, you would, would like improvise and say something completely random and wrong. Should I try? Okay. Uh-oh. Yeah, but now you just said it, so now it doesn't count. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to our podcast, Updates from the Bubble. My name is Magnus, and I'm here with my friend and co-host, Krista. You forgot. Thank you for joining us today. Shit. <laughs> So my point stands. Anyway, hi everyone. Today we're back with another episode. We are going to be talking about comfort and the positive and negative aspects of it as Magnus tries not to make background noise. Because we have to say sorry for last episode. Yeah, oh my god. So sorry. It was I, I uploaded it because it's a great episode, honestly. Or it's not uploaded yet. It's coming up tomorrow. Um... But it's it was terrible. The sound was awful. The content was magnificent. That I must say. Yeah. It was pretty funny. And Evelina, if you're listening to this. Hi, honey. We're kind of <laughs> kind of mad at you. We're not mad at her. <laughs> Don't say that. No, we're not mad at her, right? That's no. what we said. Ha ha. No, we probably. Ha ha. Ha ha. You didn't even try to fake laugh. Ha ha. Okay, sorry. Honestly, that's how I hear it in my head whenever people type ha ha in text. Like, <laughs> that's most like laughing out loud. You're probably sitting there. <laughs> and that was me typing, by the way. Awesome. Yeah. Anyway, I we gotta hope find you can enjoy it regardless of the amount of background noise and screaming and yelling. Yeah. And hopefully this episode will make up for it since we're talking about comforts. And Are you comfortable, Krista? Not really. My shoulder hurts. Right. You were but... <laughs> screaming in pain. <laughs> but as in like emotionally, I am very comfortable. Thank you. What about you? I'm very comfortable because I'm home alone. Yeah. Well, I'm that, here. That's, yeah, but... sadly. Uh, but that's not <laughs> what... That's not what... Uh, <laughs> no, that's not what makes it comfortable to be here. It's just... If you're home alone, you can just sing as loud as you want to. I know. It's, oh. it's great. No, same. I love being home alone. I o- always have like full-on concerts in my living room. And I forget the fact that we have windows and like neighbors. Are you ever alone? You have like five brothers. No, I have a big family. So not often, but sometimes. And when it happens, I'm downstairs with my dog just sliding like in like fussy socks over all the floors. Mm-hmm. And my neighbors are judging me. Because they're always yeah, in your you car. don't know if they can hear you. I don't know if they can hear me, but they can definitely see me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I have very much like the stereotypical white girl dance, so it's 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 valid to judge. I'm judging you. Don't worry. Thank you. I appreciate it. But you know, like <laughs> comfort. <laughs> Thank you. Comfort can be a very positive thing, mm-hmm. but it can also be like bad in large amounts. You know, as anything, like everything is bad in large amounts. You need water to survive, but too much water will drown you. So. A good servant, but a bad master. What? A good servant, but a bad master. That makes sense. That's a quote. I don't know where it's originally from, but I have it from the song Overthinker by Enzo. 
It's the one who starts like cool. a person who thinks. Wait, I gotta do. I gotta. <gasps> yes. I gotta oh, do the yeah, worst. A person <clears throat> who thinks all the time. A person who thinks all the time <laughs> has nothing to think about except thoughts. Same. So he loses touch with reality. By thoughts, I mean specifically chatter into skull, compulsive and repetitive. No, <laughs> re repetitive and compulsive. Compulsive and repetitive repetition. No, no. You know what? You're nah, really nah, I, I want to say it. Come on. Okay. <clears throat> One more try. Repetitive and compulsive repetition of words. Yeah. I forgot. Awesome! This. Congratulations. <laughs> Where were I? <laughs> well, you were uh, talking about that something is good in moderation. Yes, exactly. But that's exactly what I was looking for, actually. Good in moderation. Comfort, like when you've had a really bad day, which, you know... You we, have. We have. We all have. Then some comfort, like when you get home, doing something that brings you comfort and kind of grounds you back to earth is always really great. Always really positive. At least that's what my therapist says. <laughs> um, <laughs> just kidding. I don't have a therapist. Um <laughs> I full-on believed you. We haven't talked about it, but uh, I thought you had. Thank you. I kind of have. Is that a compliment? I don't know, but I say thank you regardless. Yeah. So that's the first part of our podcast, right? Yes. And then our second part is, is... When it becomes too much. Yeah. If you are bound by your comforts, if you're so like caught up with feeling comforted and feeling at peace and not like challenging anything, that's not good for you either because you can't grow by being stuck in the same place. Yeah. You know, a plant only becomes a flower once it breaches through the earth. We're so metaphorical today. I love it. Yeah, he dragged me up so early today. It's, it's quarter to 12. Yeah, what now are you it complaining is. about? Now it is. But it's Sunday and I had to, because I don't live here, right? Mm -hmm. I live across town. So I had to get up at 9. You know when I got up today? Yeah, but you're weird. I'm going to talk about it after It was the day, Today was special because I got up so choose early. choose to go up before the sun. I would be asleep right before now. Before the sun? Yes. I'm going up at like 3 a.m.? Yes. All right, I that do. That is the impression everyone has of you when you like post on your private story like, oh, I'm bicycling on my unicycle now and it's just like today. 7 a.m. That was just today. I know. But I have, I have an organic uh, clock, which is... Um, coming down my window every day at half past five and waking me up oh my god screaming not fun <laughs> i'm like a, uh, it's, it's the cat but i am oh wow what did you think it was i thought you meant like one of those like um built-in clocks in like your body i have that too but that's yeah. set much later okay. but i have to wake up every day at half past five oh my fucking god. I, the only thing i need to really do is close the window and open the door to my room so i can get out but i am I usually stay up a bit there. Yeah. And today I managed to just get up, which is impressive. But I, on the other hand, am a regular human being. So I sleep at five and I sleep at nine. But maybe that's where you get find, up at 11. Maybe that's where you find your comfort. That's true. Maybe I challenge my comfort. And maybe today. I find comfort in accomplishing something while other people are sleeping. That is true, but I'm still going to judge you for it. But Maybe yes. there is some truth in that. That might be. But Magnus, what are your po positive comforts? Like the ones that bring you up after the shittiest day imaginable 
what you do when you need to feel in touch with reality again after a day it's just be just walking on discord and if there's people there i get so happy oh because we have our own discord server the people in our class but it's really only the boys group who uses it and normally at least in the mornings i go on there just in case somebody wants to join me but i mean they're they're mostly not on discord but at uh, in the evening when they actually when i get there and there are people that that brings me so much comfort just chilling there having some chill music playing chess whatever that's fantastic that's actually so cute kind of like it like a dog when you get home yeah and my cat of course yeah like probably your dog is yeah after a long day i'm gonna hold my cat and that makes me it brings me comfort my dog does not like to be held nor does she bring me Isn't a she lot of comfort. Pretty big. She is kind of big, but it's just because she's stupid. She doesn't know what a hug is. Oh. <laughs> I've tried to, but she doesn't like it, and I have to respect that. Yeah, she just doesn't like you. It's, no, she loves me. It's not. It's not unusual. Thank you. Yeah. Uh-huh. But no, the thing is that she does love me, but she's just not the person. I just gotta say sorry for that because I don't think people get sarcasm. <laughs> I know you don't think people get. Sarcasm. <laughs> I don't know. First sometimes I just me and then our listeners. I, sometimes I just <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I just get too caught up in the joke and I just keep going without ever like really kind of like a comedian who doesn't know when to drop the act. Yeah, but the things that I know you by now, so I know that you're joking. But it's probably smart to put a disclaimer. Hey, I don't hate Krista. I do though. But things that do bring me comfort. Probably um, not surprising to anyone is re-watching movies. <laughs> <laughs> no, but especially like movies I watched so many times that I can say the lines with them as they talk. Isn't that... Okay. I mean, if it's if it brings you comfort, I'm going to accept it. But isn't that just so boring? No, but th- you would think that, right? But it's... If I don't like it, then rewatching it, of course, isn't fun. But if I love it, or if it makes me smile... Or if it's just cats. Yeah. Cats! Oh my god. <laughs> but yeah, rewatching that... Not cats, though. That unsettles me on a deep level. But for example, um, Captain Marvel. I've watched that movie so many times. I think what I rewatch the most is John Mulaney's specials. And I quote them all the time. You don't get those references usually. That's when you go like, okay, and move on. (laughs) But I watched them so many times. It's unhealthy. Like, deadass, I watched um, Kid Gorgeous at Radio City. That's Mm -hmm. one of his specials. I watched it more than 20 times. And I'm not even kidding. I'm not exaggerating in the slightest. Because I just put it on whenever I feel ill. And I can, like, look at it and say his jokes with him. With the same delivery. You know? Yeah, I feel like that's... Yeah. It, that's a special thing to do. That could almost fit in our uh, second to last talking about guilty pleasures. Actually, that's true. But if it brings you comfort. It does. I think it's something about like the predictability. Not there not being any surprises. Like if I've had a long day where everything has gone wrong, when I put on Kid Gorgeous at Radio City, I know what's coming. Mm-hmm. I can say his jokes with him because I know what's coming. So it will, there won't be like a surprise ending where the main character dies or there won't be a sudden lesbophobic joke and I'll be like, oh my God, I have to exit out, you know? <laughs> it's just, it's comfortable. Yeah. It's nice. I wish I had a follow-up. I don't. <laughs> no, but then we can move on. Do you have any other comforts or is Discord and Friends your only one? 
<laughs> it sounds sad. Uh, but I just lie in bed and just cry. What now? I discovered I discovered 8D audio. I rediscovered. I I listened a lot to it like two years ago, but now I rediscovered it now. And it just I have I have these headphones on which are not expensive but really good sounding. And then I just they'll take my eyes down in the sheets and just lie on my uh, stomach and just completely just 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 pure music. That must be so nice. I actually I used to also listen to that like two years ago, but I haven't in a while. Mm. I would like to listen to folklore with AD. Yeah, I mean they all exist now. I I remember when I listened to it, it was like it was a new thing. So there really there was only a few songs, but now like mm. every single song is also AD. Yeah, I remember like. And we can also do AD. Do you know that? On the podcast, we can. Pikachu surprised me. You know how? Wow. No. We do. Do we show our listeners? I don't know if this is going to work. I know that what? we can, but let's try. Hey guys, it's Mag from the future once again. Um, I just want to tell you that the 8D audio section didn't work, sadly. Um, but you will be getting 8D audio next episode. Uh, the reason for the my mistake is that we were recording in a mono, mono track and you need a stereo track to record 8D audio. Um, I should have realized my mistake. I just don't have the competence yet. But um, we do have all the components needed to record an 8D audio. So stay tuned for next episode. We're going to do a whole segment on that. Enjoy the rest of the podcast. That's important too. <laughs> Where were we? We were... Um, Where do were you we? have more... <laughs> Where were we? Where were we? <laughs> um, do you have any other comforts? Wait, yeah, yes, AD. When I listened to AD like two years ago, there was only like Happier by Ed Sheeran. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's such a bad song too. You need Overthinker in AD. Fantastic. Yes. Oh my God. I'm going to try that when I get home actually. Thank you for the recommendation. Mm-hmm. That's a word. You're welcome. Thank you. Uh, talking about recommendations, I think it's scary. It doesn't doesn't correlate with the comfort, but I really want to say it anyways. Um, it, I think find it scary how people our age are like. Uh, okay, I, I heard this on Discord. They're just they look at MIT, MIT. They look at recommendations. They look at what they need. They look at what courses they need. They're so far ahead. In people in our class. Yes. Yeah. Harman and Emil. Oh my god. All props to you, but that that scares me. No, but same. Like, people who are already planning their future. The thing is that when I was 10 years old, I had my whole life mapped yeah. out. <laughs> and just... then I changed my mind, and now I don't know where I'm going to go. Like, I know... Okay, it's kind of like if I have a map, I know I'm going to the right and not to the left, but I don't know which city I'm going to go to. So, like, I know I want to do something to do with languages and, like, humanitarian subjects, social studies... But I don't know, like, specifically that one. I also know I want to avoid math at all costs. I'm not doing <laughs> math ever again. So sorry to say it to my math teachers, but our trigonometry test... Trigonometry test? That's so easy. I found that chapter... <laughs> I just said that to, to, to trigger you. But what I want to say is that even though you, you, you don't know the city, you know the direction, right? Mm-hmm. And all the different cities have come with problems. Yes. And you need to find solutions to those problems and step out of your comfort zone to to find those problems. But before you even can solve the problems, you got to acknowledge your problems. So that Krista, was such a huge leap to get to our next, oh my God, 
You worked for that. I did. Props to you. Okay, <laughs> finish your sentence. But if you if you want to work towards solving your problems, you need to find the problems first. And by problems, I mean comfort zones. So, Krista, Imagine- where are your imaginary borders? My limits, probably. That's a better word, yes. I have I gotta stop three playing with the main candle. comfort zones. Because some comfort zones are positive, you know? Some comfort zones keep you alive. You yeah. know, I'm not comfortable jumping off a cliff. That's you know? best for you. Yeah. <laughs> but I have three main comfort zones that cause me problems. And that can, like, hinder future possibilities. That can get in the way of me getting what I want. Mm-hmm. The first one is probably my worst one. And that, that, that is... And spare that for the end. Cliffhanger. Okay, my first one is the one I have gotten past the most. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to is... edit that away. It's just going to be like that. Honestly, good for you. The first one is public speaking. Mm-hmm. I used to have such a huge issue um, from the transition from elementary school to middle school. I just I gained such a huge fear of speaking in public, and I spent the entirety of middle school defeating that fear, and I became so good at it. And look where you are. And right now, now I'm here on the podcast, true. But then when I started high school again, because in middle school we had presentations every month. Mm-hmm. So every month we had a huge like show presentation. It was a whole, whole deal. While in high school, we've had maybe three presentations. So I've noticed that by now it has fallen back a bit. Uh-huh. But I'm still further than I was in eighth grade, I think. Yeah, and you have. You're recording your 19th public speak, speech is, right now. Isn't this the 20th? Is it? I think so. That's crazy. Oh my God. Happy 20th episode. Happy 10 20th. episodes until season ending. Oh my God. Season finale is going to be great. It's just going to be a lot of clips from the older. Yes. It's going to be, gonna so be our bloopers. There are a lot of them. Spoiler. Many, many, many. I, I have stopped cutting out like when we say how long we've rec- how far how long we've recorded for. <laughs> so I, so you, can, you can hear me say, yeah, it's been going for 43 minutes. And you look at the, the actual podcast and we've been maybe 16 minutes. That's so insane. Also, good ed- editing yeah. skills. But yeah public speaking that is just like that is somewhat connected to other issues other than like comfort zones but it's also just something about like putting yourself out there and being in front of people and like the possibility of failure Mm -hmm. because if i fail when writing a text i can go back and edit it and if i had it in with a failure in it that i didn't notice the only one who will see is my teacher but if i'm having a presentation from the whole class and i say something wrong that's kind of my issue because my automatic response is don't do that but it should be do that <laughs> it's true but if you say something wrong right right here on the podcast we can edit it out exactly but if you say something in math class like daniel every oh <laughs> everyone will bully me forever <laughs> no that gotta be an fml sometime yeah yes but it's just yeah i have gotten past it a lot especially because in middle school i also had like really big presentations not just like in front of the class in the at the end of eighth grade i did, went to this convention mmun i told, told you about that before mmun mmun it's the montessori version which oh, is okay. like bigger and better and mmun for all those no no it's not it's un and role play yes um, model un basically model un and it's with the un being involved with mmun i don't know if it is with mun uh i mean un what do you mean? 
MMUN is the Montessori version and it's like involved with the UN. I don't know if MUN is. I mean, MUN is. I mean, involved in a UN, of course it is, but I don't know if, at what degree you're talking about. Yeah, no, we had like representatives and then we went to the um, UN house. What's it called? Yeah, the UN building mm-hmm. in uh, Italy. Oh, Ita- Italy? Yeah, I was in Italy. You were in Italy with your school? I was in Rome with my school. Wow. I was, I applied, I was accepted. We worked for six months and I went there. And in my committee, I was one of the three people who were chosen to talk in front of the entire convention, which was hundreds and hundreds of people, like hundreds and of And you people. stepped out of your comfort zone. I stepped out of my comfort zones and I aced it. Good for think, you. I think that was like the moment I breached my comfort zone the most. Mm-hmm. I haven't had that moment yet. Should I, can really? I? Yes. Yeah. So, a comfort zone I have is with people. Sorry. Yeah. You're fine. Okay. <laughs> Looks like you're choking. You're about <laughs> no, to. just I moved my back and it really, really hurt. Oh. Continue. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's like fitting in to groups of people. Yeah. I find that really challenging. And I think a lot of people, when they meet me for the first time, they think I'm like super awkward and weird. And I am, but <laughs> um, but it gets better, a lot better. I just need to feel comfortable with the person. And so far, I haven't found a lot of people I can feel like actually really comfortable with. Uh, you are one of them. Thank you. And uh, I don't know. It's hard to find those kind of people, but uh, especially in parties. I love mm. partying. Okay. I know I don't look like it. But I, I like that. Um, but at the same time, I need to I need some time to to, to fit in uh, because I, I don't feel comfortable like walking around and yeah. starting like greeting people. I, I it comes off so unnatural and I just don't like it. So that's what I've been trying to work on. But it's kind of hard. Right. Like in the last year. Yeah. It's been kind of hard working on fitting in in parties when they're having because I've parties. been to like one. <laughs> And but that's probably summer. smart because you know covid yeah so yeah i i don't know what to do about it but that's a comfort zone i have like it's it's hard for me i feel uncomfortable around a lot of people uh, around a lot of people i don't know yeah like putting yourself out there but also not uh, not just people i could because if they're if they're like uh, adults i'm completely fine same yeah. it's like peers yeah peers are the issue because mm-hmm. those are the ones you're supposed to fit in with while with adults, you don't really have that pressure. Yeah, I feel like I, I can ha- I can just go on stage. I mean, I've been to a lot of stages where the audience is mainly adults. And I feel like I can just naturally say, okay, hey, this is me. I'm going to do this now. That's mm-hmm. completely fine. But if it's somebody like I know or it's our age, terrible. Yeah. No, but I, fu- I fully get you. That's Which- also one of my issues, just being around people, especially yeah. for extended periods of time. Mm-hmm. Like, it sounds yeah, like you're trying to pretend to be such, like, a fucking hermit. Um, but I'm not. I love yeah. people. But I also feel uncomfortable with people. Same. And it's, like, like I enjoy hanging out with people, but I have a social battery, you know? Mm-hmm. And that runs out pretty quickly. And when it does, I don't really know what to do about that. And it's, it's just... I don't really have the fear of not fitting in because for a long time, I really didn't fit in. So now I've kind of had to, like, adapt a fucking like attitude to that but it's more like you know the act of being around multiple people at once having to engage with everyone Mm -hmm. like 
because you kind of have to be on your toes, you know? Yeah. Especially with when you're with other like like-minded people or highly intelligent people because they always have like quips. You know, they're always like back and forth, back and forth. And you have to be like, okay, back and forth, back and forth. <laughs> what do you mean by back and forth? Like like yeah. jokes and right, yeah. like easy conversation that goes like back and forth between them. And like, I really enjoy those, but you have to be so mentally Focused. present all the time. I think it has a lot with the setting to do. Like, mm. it, uh, I can be a, a great person to have a conversation with if I'm sitting down. But I just cannot find a natural position to have a, a talk um, face-to-face, standing up. I can't. No, I feel... I, I, I have, <laughs> I've even watched YouTube videos like how to uh, make a, a good body language, but I just can't. Yeah, like what do you do with your hands? Yeah, I, if I talk, I do like this. No, I'm not like asking. I'm also... like more like in general, like what do you do with your hands? Like... So that's the first. Should, should I just bang on with another one? Yeah, bang Talking on about with another bang one. On. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hit me with your next one. <laughs> they don't know what we just cut out, but they just heard bang on. Yes. So the second one is physically, people physically getting close to me. It kind of correlates with the first one, honestly. Mm-hmm. But uh, if I'm in a conversation with a person, uh, which is obviously not flirting, right? Yes. Uh, and then, flirting is okay. Yeah, then, then I mean, I understand that. But... Uh, <laughs> sorry but if they then get close to me and kind of like get up into my personal space i just i, I don't know what to do because i, I don't want to tell them to back off which is but why i love i love covid because i can just be sorry i need i've used that excuse yeah i'm no, like same. sorry I, I i hold off some right yes because do you, do you have that I don't personally, but that's because, you know, for a long time, I didn't have the kind of friends that were physically affectionate and I didn't realize like that was something I wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got them. And when I was 12, 13, I got a big group of friends who are very physically affectionate. And I was very overwhelmed at first. And then I got that like that feeling. I was like, what is happening here? But then I became really dependent on it. You know, like body crushing hugs. I fucking love that, man. Yeah, I, I damn. I think I, I expressed myself quite wrongly there because I love hugs and I love mm. people go for hugs. But I mean, I'm talking about like in a conversation, if we're having a conversation. Oh, close talkers. Yes. And oh, they, yeah. Awful. And they're not, they're not go, they don't want to, I don't know, go for a handshake. They don't want to hug you. Mm. They don't want to kiss you. Definitely yeah. not. They, they just talk super closely to you. Oh, yeah. But that's not even like for me, that's not even a comfort zone. That's just a pet peeve. That's just no, don't do that. Yeah. That's not something I want to challenge because if I'm not comfortable with someone, and they're physically close to me, I will, I will physically step away from them and be like, hey, respect my space. Yeah. But I think it also depends like on what kind of person you are and who that person is, whether or not you can do that. Yeah, because you often know the person and you don't want to be rude. I have no issue being rude. I have because like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've had this with, with older, older people, men and women yeah. who, who, uh, I don't know, I don't, I think they don't hear well. So they, they, need to get very close which is fine Mm -hmm. but just don't i don't know it's hard to hard to explain but i think you you i understand what you mean i don't personally register that in like the comfort zone list of mine because it's just a no-go anyways yeah it's not like something i want to challenge because i don't see myself benefiting anything from challenging it because i think that's a big part of it because that's 
that's a quote. Great. Because with comfort zones, they're only bad if you're like losing something at the cost of them. You know, like if I have, for example, public speaking, if I'm losing out on opportunities because I'm scared of it, or if I'm losing out on growth or education because I'm scared to talk in public, then that's a negative comfort zone because I'm, you know, I'm losing something. But if I have a comfort zone of like, like I said, not jumping off a cliff, that's <laughs> not a negative good, comfort zone. Pretty good comfort zone, yeah, to have. Exactly. That's that's a good thing that I'm not comfortable doing that. So as long as I'm not like losing something to keep my comfort zone, I don't see it as a negative thing. Yeah. It should it should all just be perfectly balanced. As, as all yes. things. As all, as all things. You said it, I don't need to say it again. I just yes. can't say it. That's valid. Okay. What's your last comfort zone? My last one is my biggest one and this is the one that impacts me the most and most negatively. It's okay. the thing that if I'm it kind of connects to being afraid to fail again. <laughs> that was kind of like a yes, but yeah. a yes, a yes, <laughs> yes. Oh, I got to do more characters on this podcast. Yes, I feel like I please have the potential, but okay. Okay, sorry. It's if I'm not good at something automatically, I don't want to do it. Mm, feel I, that. I have such like I have such a bad hang up with that. If I'm if I don't know that I'm going to be an expert at something automatically, I don't want to do it because I'm scared to fail, especially, especially if it's in public, especially if I'm trying something new in public or other, not even like super public, just in the classroom. I, I can't do it because I don't want to fail in front of people because I don't want to embarrass myself or look stupid or have people go like, oh, of course she couldn't do that, you know? Yeah. And it's that's just, a terrible comfort zone to have. I got to say, know. because that's how you learn. I know. You learn by failing. I know. I think that, like, as a kid, I got judged for that sometimes. And then it just kind of, like, settled in my bones. Like, don't ever do something you can fail at. Mm. And I know that that's not how it works. Because, you know, for example, if you want to learn to draw, your first drawings are going to be shit. That's just how it is. But you grow and you, like, learn from practicing. But I just, if I try something and I don't automatically succeed, if there's a road... I don't want to go down that road. Yeah. And that's something I always try to challenge because, of course, in recent times, I've realized it's bad. But I just... It's such a huge struggle. There's something in me that kind of just locks and says no. I totally understand it, actually. Mm. This is one thing... I, I I have something that fits perfectly into this conversation. It's this one thing I actually have from, from elementary school, yeah. which I still remember. It was our Norwegian teacher. She drew a pit. She called it Pitten. Mm-hmm. Very... <laughs> uh, it was just this 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 uh, hole in the ground and you when you learn something new you fall into that hole and you have to crawl up and the last part is like the hardest one and then it just gets easy mm-hmm. and I think that, that kind of metaphor is just it stuck with me and this was I don't know fifth grade mm-hmm. and it fits well into your your problem because what you say is that you're not comfortable with getting out of that pit or even jumping into that pit yeah and it's like it's a road right and uh, you're not getting any further in the road if you don't, don't get over the hole Exactly. You have to take... Oh, I'm oh metaphors. Uh, you have to take a, a side road then, like a smaller road to, to go around the hole. And that's going to take you much, much longer. Yeah, and it also loses out on all the knowledge and the growth of going down the hole. Yeah. But the thing, I think it's really interesting that you said you heard this in elementary school and it stuck with you. Because the reasoning for me having this is that I got judged for it at different points in elementary school. Mm. And that's like, I think some of your most formative years and if someone had told me something about that metaphor 
maybe I wouldn't have this issue now. Like, if someone had been like, hey, do you know it's okay if you fail? Mm. Like, just that. And like, you didn't have that. I didn't, I didn't really have that. At least not until it was too late, I think. Because I got very, like, a perfectionist view of life very early. And once you have that, it's difficult to get rid of. But, you know, I have done work to get rid of it, which kind of like, do you have any other you want to talk about? No. Okay. That really segues into our last part of it. Oh, you have another one. No, our our last part of the podcast. And that's like how we challenge it. Because comfort zones, one thing is like the first step is acknowledging you have them, you know, and being like, okay, this is an issue. The second is what do you do with it? And for example, with not being automatically good at something, which is like my biggest issue I have been challenging that a lot, especially like lately with COVID and everything. I've had a lot of time to reflect over my flaws, as we and all have. We all have a lot of flaws. Yeah, we just we, have we to do. think about them. <laughs> exactly. And it's like a friend of mine um, in our class, actually, she gave me this notebook as a birthday present. That's well, it's called Wreck This Journal, where it's like... I've seen it. Yeah, you're supposed to destroy it. And I think that was kind of like my first step to being like, okay time to get our shit together you know let's wreck this journal and he found it this is wrecked no you have not used this, <laughs> this to its, is, full it's it it's not mine that's the opposite of what you're supposed to do with it wow but it's not mine okay but yeah wreck this journal by carrie smith that was kind of like my first step to being like okay you have a lot of time let's let's be stupid. Let's do th- bad things. Yeah, you really gotta take it in baby steps, especially if it's such a huge issue as I have with this part. Like, you gotta take it small steps. You gotta, like, do something, like, really tiny. Like, I don't know. <laughs> bike to school if you haven't biked in a while. Like, that's really small, oh, but yeah. that's, like, a challenge I have because I'm like, what if I will fall off this bicycle? You know? <laughs> yeah, I've wondered that. Why don't you... You always complain about how... It, my house is so far from your house but why don't you just bike because okay that's not about this that's because i'm lazy and it's uphill and i don't want to drag my bicycle up (laughs) (laughs) that's just me being lazy that's not a comfort zone well maybe it is who knows but yeah so that's what you do take baby steps i really gotta take any baby steps but it's worked so far it does present new issues like for example if i start to get good at something but then i can't get any further with it then i also stop but baby steps have proved to work for me. Yeah. What about you? I mean, exactly that issue I really don't have because in my early stages of life, I think that harkens back to what you said about elementary school, that that's... Formative years. Formative years, that uh, they are so important because in those years, my mom, I wouldn't say forced, but she did mentally <laughs> <laughs> abuse me. What? No, no, no she didn't. But she, she uh, gaslighted me. Nah, that's in a, in a good way yeah. she just told me that how if I stop this musical instrument how I will regret it later and all these kind of stuff and mm-hmm. I mean I really popped off with cello my, my teacher was fascinated how, about how fast I was moving but piano on the other hand I just couldn't get together mm-hmm. um, but that's when I, I learned to, that, to just keep going if I fail and I mean people clap at at, uh, at Jeff Bezos people clap at Elon Musk and all these super um successful people but they don't clap at their flaws uh, but they don't see their flaws and they have thousands of flaws before they got the the one goal they were working towards um 
that's I, useless comment, but I, no, I want to it's say it's very true. It but is what very I true. do to towards to get my comfort zone away is just with people. I haven't really done a lot because since it's COVID, but I've been trying to to greet people when I just see them on the street. I try to smile and I try to be natural. Mm. And um, it's hard in the school environment because like you go for a handshake, but it's kind of COVID, but it's kind of, we're kind of in the same class, right? Yeah. Um, so that's hard. Yeah. But, you know, like I said, it's baby steps. You do it as it comes. Yeah. My... And as soon as it's over, I'm going to start hugging people. <gasps> same. Oh, yeah, I miss hugging people. I'm going to hug you. Yes. We are not contacted, so we, it's fine. We are. You are my number one not contact, actually. My. Do you so have sad. any more to say, or can I say my last one? Uh, no, I have no more to say. I think the last thing I've done, or like the most major thing recently I've done to challenge my comfort zones is this podcast, actually. Because, you know, Fantastic. this forces me, I, it kind of obligates me to interact with you once to twice a week like outside of like what we regularly yeah, that's would do out of your comfort zone not... you don't like me is it your, <laughs> your comfort zone is interacting with people you don't like and that's why no i never said that no, i never said that i said it's like being around people and like having to be mentally present and i have now like obligated myself to do that and i have seen and of course it's not as difficult since it's you but i also <laughs> am talking in oh. front of a lot of people oh like 50 people max but I'm ta- talking in like quotation marks in front of people as well. So it's com- pi- combining the public speaking and the being around people. And so far, honestly, it's been so great. I'm having a swell time. <laughs> and I've noticed. <laughs> Sorry. I Try hard. <laughs> no, it's just I've noticed that I have really grown just from doing this. And that makes me think like how much more could I grow if I managed to challenge the other ones as well? That's yeah. really great to hear. Thank you. I also, I've also grown from this podcast. Have you? I, I have. That makes me very glad to and hear. And personal growth is, is pretty much the most important thing in life. No, I fully agree. Personal growth is so important to me. And hopefully to you listening. I'm not going to say that we're like going to inspire people to challenge their comfort zones. But, but you maybe. should. At least the comfort zones which are negative. Yes. And what comfort zone you consider negative should be up to you. Fully. Like if yep. I don't want to, if I just, if I'm completely fine with not interacting with people, then sure. Okay. You're not, as a, um, sorry, that was no reason. But uh, I mean, you're, you're not going to live a life without interacting people, but mm. you can live a life without going to parties yeah. and that's fine. Just completely make sure fine. you're not losing anything because of your comfort zone. Yeah. Try to grow as much as possible. Yeah, in however way that is. We're I love how we're, we are 16-year-olds, complete amateurs and giving out life advice. But also, I genuinely <laughs> think that young people are some of those who are sitting on the most life advice. Yeah. Because, you know, like, some adults have challenged their comfort zones their whole life, but others haven't, and they have, like, grown into their comfort zones instead of out of them, while we haven't lived long enough to be able to fully confine by our comfort zone. Yeah, because we don't have the freedom to do so. Because we're yeah. kind of like stuck with stereotypes and expectations. Exactly. And it's like we haven't spent enough time on this earth to be fully like defined by our fears yet. We're not completely there yet. So I honestly think that like life advice from all ages are important because we can all contribute with something different. Maybe that's me being self-centered and wanting to say my two cents on everything. Maybe it's the truth. <laughs> Maybe it's just you that just 
wants to be better than everybody else. That is also fully but possible. That is not the truth. Well, we'll see. Okay, FML. FML. FML time, time, guys. guys. <laughs> we got to perfect that a little more, but let's go. Okay, what is your fun fact of the week? I want to take that at the end. Okay, what is your moment of the week? This morning. Yes, like you said, it when you woke up. It fits so perfectly to this episode. That's true, though. I woke up at 6.30. I was kind of feeling awake, and I was... I, I, oh, there are my parents. Awesome. <laughs> and I just walked out. I went for a bike ride. Fantastic weather. No, no people. <laughs> Didn't have to interact <laughs> with anyone. Fantastic. Really gorgeous. That's such a great feeling. My moment of the week was meeting one of my friends. One of my, Mew. Yeah, Mew. One of my closest friends. Oh, I got to just tell them that they have to be quiet. Yeah, it was meeting one of my closest, one of my best, best friends in the world. I haven't seen him since... Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry? No, yeah, just keep going. Oh, you poor thing. <laughs> I see you every week. It's true. Yeah. What? Does that change? Okay. okay. No, you're I'm... still one of my best, best friends. Don't worry. I love you. Thank you. Happy? I love you too. Thank you. Okay. No homo. <laughs> no. No, no hetero. Yeah. <laughs> no hetero. What? Yeah, but I haven't seen him, or I hadn't seen him since November, and I hadn't really been able to hang out with him, just him and like him and me since August, mm. because of COVID and everything. He lives in a I probably shouldn't say. He lives far away, <laughs> and <laughs> he lives about thirty-three kilometers to the north from yes. here. Yes, uh, his exact um, geographical location <laughs> is. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it was really great. We were jamming to Hamilton. I think that's why I finally met up with me because he's a huge Hamilton fan and he was like oh my god Krista is getting into Hamilton again let's go um, and it was wonderful it was great which ties into my fun fact of the week because um, I was on Goodreads looking up different like what's it called movies yes movies on Goodreads um, oh, bi- books biography biography biographies of um like historical founding fathers and such because that's where we're at in life Aaron Burr, sir yes and i searched Aaron Burr just for fun um and i found some memo no, some like biographies but i also found his memoirs and this man wrote a total of a thousand one thousand one hundred and forty pages of memoirs <laughs> just about him and his life talk about self-centered Honestly, good it's like, for him. Could could be your uncle or something. <laughs> no. But no, that's honestly just good for him. Good for yeah. him. Also because I had just searched Hamilton and there was like hundreds of well maybe not hundreds, but tens and tens of books about him. And I searched Amber and there was like one, one biography <laughs> and then his own memoir with a thousand pages. I don't know. It's honestly just... good job to him. Managing yes. to write a thousand one hundred pages. Yes, and whoever edited e- edited it. For it to be, like, readable. Great job. Props to you. It was very funny, but props to you. So I'm guessing one of your lyrics is also Hamilton-related? Actually, no. My lyrics... Wait, I know what your lyrics is. is. I'm just pretending. <laughs> it's the entire album of Sour by Olivia Rodrigo. I think she's... We're supposed to take one song, yes? One song? Yeah, but right now it's... In... I'm... Listen, I'm... Um... Promoting I can, I can, my girl. I know you're not very good at math, but you know, okay. Yeah. So one, <laughs> the, the number one, it, it's, it's equal to like one entity. Yes, like one a entity. Sing, singular, so. It's a singular album, yeah. so. 
Yeah. Well. Okay. <laughs> so the album is the entity. Yes. Fine. No, but she's she's my girl. I've loved her for a long time, actually. Um, yeah, you listened to Driver's License when it was like half a million streams. Yeah. No, now she, it has half a billion, I think. Yeah, like she's been posting like really cool music on Instagram for a while. Some of them actually ended up on the album, which was cool because it was like, oh, we got a sneak peek mm. before like there was an album to even get a sneak peek off. But it was really good. I recommend everyone listen to it. I know that some people, because whenever like young women get like success, people are always like, oh, she's overhyped. Um, and people are already <laughs> she's saying She's just that. pretty. That's why she gets famous. Literally. People have been saying that just because driver's license was a bop. And that really annoys me. But honestly, go listen to it. It's so great. My favorite songs is One Step Forward, Three Steps Back, Traitor, and Hope You're Okay. And my lyric of the week specifically is from Hope You're Okay. It's, I hope you know how proud I am you were created. Oh. It's so cute. It's wholesome. It's very wholesome. So yeah, Stream Sour by Olivia Rodrigo. That's the segment was sponsored by yeah, Olivia no. Rodrigo. <laughs> Not sponsored at all. But please, if do you it. want to sponsor us, go for it. Yes. My song is Electric Love by I don't I don't what's it called? He's I think he's Norwegian actually. Kigo? No. Uh let me look it up. No. 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 Did you watch Eurovision? It's Burns. Birds. Yeah, I'm not sure if he's from Norway or where he's from. I'm gonna check it up. Check check it up. Check it up, please. Check it out. Oh, he's from from America, from Michigan. Okay. Oh, you were just projecting. <laughs> he has an "er" in his name, but uh, oh, yeah. I got the song from a, a middle school friend like three years ago. I listened a lot to it then, and it recently showed up in my recommended, and I just clicked on it again and. I enjoyed it. That's awesome. I love getting back to old songs. It's fantastic. And now my fun fact of the week. And that is, in the US... We're not in the US. I know. Sadly. Well... (laughs) Very sadly, because we could have had anchor sponsorships for free. But only 51% of Americans have ever listened to podcasts. And I don't have the statistics for Norway, but it's maybe higher, but not much higher. So what I'm trying to say with this fun fact... Is that you should go tell your oh. friends about about podcasts in general, and if you wanna if you wanna support us, then feel free to. There's typing ASMR in the background, but so if you wanna support us, then feel free to recommend this podcast to your friends. Yes. Or recommend any podcast to your friends. It doesn't any have podcast. to be ours, but if you wanna support us, then we're not saying no to <laughs> recommend ours. Yes. Thank you very much for your support, you guys. And for not being part of the 49%. <laughs> Yay! Yay! <laughs> okay. Fantastic episode. I enjoyed this. Me too. Okay, everyone. That was all we have for today. Thank you so much for joining us. Be sure to follow us on Spotify so you'll be notified when we upload next. You can also follow us on Instagram at Updates from the Bubble, all lower letters, where you can see behind the scenes and learn more about us. Next episode will be up sometime next week, and we can't wait to see you there. Until then... Goodbye. Goodbye. Let's go. Fantastic. Awesome. Almost an hour. We've we've not cracked the hour mark.